I came back par, uh, primarily because of family um, and the ties that I had being an only child. Um, I don't have any other siblings that I can pester <laughs> in other parts of the world. Um, so my folks were, you know, kind of the anchor and they never left. Had they left, it might've been different. I don't know, but um, yeah, so they're still here. Um, and so that's why I returned primarily. Um, I came back, it might've been about 20 years ago and bought a house, settled down, had my kids. Um, they're in the school system right now. So yeah, primarily came back because of my family and also because I knew the community. I knew it was a, a good place to raise um, a potential family and knew the area. So it was comfortable. Um, and I had a job that was close by that would provide me the ability to be able to live there and not have a really long commute. I left um, initially um, probably for college. So I went to college. I came home briefly, as most students do, just you know, until they can kind of get their feet on the ground. Um, and then, so then I, I moved out for the first time, like to to really be on my own when I was twenty one. And so I was off. I had a job. I had an apartment. I lived elsewhere. Um, and then I went back to grad school. So when I went back to grad school, I had a grad assistantship, which obviously doesn't pay a whole lot, but I quit my full-time regular job to do this um, graduate school experience. So then I did come home for one year. So I left when I was 21. I came back when I was about 26 and stayed until I graduated. And then I moved out again right before I turned 27, um, moved to Florida um, after I finished grad school and was there. And then I moved back home because when I realized that I wanted to come back, um, there were a lot of different reasons for that, but I wanted to come back. And so I did in then 98. Um, so I would have been about 28 years old. Um, so I wasn't in Florida for very long, but I realized I wanted to come back. So I did. And so I stayed with my folks until probably another few months until I got enough, my, my job that I have now essentially um, at Michigan State University. And so moved out when I was 28, but then came back about when I was about 30. So by the time I was 30, I was ready to move back as a grown-up. So, and I did, and so then I had my own house and everything else. So yeah, so I came back permanently, basically when I was about 30 years old. Was Mason the same when you left as it was when you came back? You know, it's funny because I think um, about what I perceived it to be when I was younger and it may be the same, it may not. Um, but, you know, as a youngster, you really don't pay attention. <laughs> you know, you pay attention to the things that you want to pay attention to, which is school, your friends. But there were things that changed in the community. We used to have a movie theater. We used to have, you know, um, a lot of other smaller stores that we could go shopping at and all of that's gone. So the smaller um, hometown feel, um, those things went away. And so there were also some other changes with, there were some other, I guess there are some significant things like that, that the hometown feel did kind of lose, 
but we still had some other aspects of it. We still kept like our small town um, stores downtown Mason, you know, with like Keens and things like that. So those things did not go away, thank goodness. I think because it's got such a tight knit community of supporters that those did not leave. In some comparison, yes, some of our small fuel went away and some of our small bonuses went away to the big market folks. We did have a, a big loss in terms of some, I think, of our industry, but I think we maintained our small town feel and enough people here because we're close enough to other things um, in terms of where people can go to work and not have to commute really, really far. What was your childhood like? You know, it's funny when you're growing up, you don't pay attention sometimes to stuff like that until later on when everybody's like, dang, you had the best childhood ever. I'm like, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. So with my folks, I, I mean, only child, I grew up I and mean, we didn't have a lot by any means, um, but certainly um, had enough to um, be able to participate in sports in high school and be able to do things that... Um, you really wanted to do. And my parents were really big on culture. So um, in terms of introduction to music and theater and things like that were really important. So in terms of my childhood, I mean, I was pretty blessed to have it really, really good than I guess would be compared to maybe some of my other friends that I would find out later about what their true childhoods were like. So yeah, growing up, it was pretty good. I probably collectively have lived in Mason about... 43 years. So there are about seven years of my life that I've lived other places between college and Florida. And like I lived in Lansing for a while. I lived in St. John's for a while. So probably maybe about 42, 43 years in Mason. You said the per your perception of Mason changed from when you were a child to an adult. I think when you're young, you don't really pay attention to so much the community because I mean you feel it but you don't pay attention to it but then as a grown-up now you pay more attention to what are the school systems like what is the you know the uh, the interaction between um, teachers and kids and families and is is there other safe places for um, people to go and you know be together to either hang out to you know play basketball or tennis or um, whatever and I guess the back of my mind as a kid, you, I always knew that it was a, a good, safe community. But I guess now as a grown up, I can I can see that more because I pay attention to aspects that I might have not as as a kid. One of the things that I look back on is, you know, that we could get on our bike and ride to a friend's house and not think twice about it. Right. And, you know, where I live now in a major metropolitan area with, you know, in a total suburb of 50,000 people just in our township alone, I would never let my kids do that. Right. If you think back to, okay, so I got my first job because of your mother um, at Ace Hardware. Um, she my father, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so really, you know, told me what to say and everything. But I remember I used to bike there you know, on the weekends, you know, for, for the job. And there's no way I would probably even do that now as a grown up. <laughs> you know, knowing how to navigate stuff just because um, it is a different world in terms of that, in terms of safety. And here at least it's, it's still not super big. So we, I mean, it, 
it is still a small enough town, I think, but it is just spread out. So it's not so dense maybe is where you're at, but in terms of the geographic, in terms of in-town Mason is still very much the same. And so I think if, if I was in town and I wanted my kid to be able to bike to a friend's house, I'd probably be fine with that. You yeah. might have to carry some pepper spray, but <laughs> it certainly has has changed in that way. And the other, the other thought I have is, you know, the, the school system hasn't really changed that much there. You know, it, they've actually reduced the number of elementaries from when we went through. I think yeah. we were kind of like the big wave, you know, we were that big class and it kind of leveled off after we passed yeah. through. So the population level is really stable. Doesn't change very much. No. And I think because they've also built enough newer subdivisions just in the outskirt of town. So new houses and every, so there are still a large number of families in terms of what's the known thing of, you know, somebody who was established in that community as a child and grew up, they're probably more likely to stay there. But if you're a new person there, then it's, I, they do different things than maybe we might have done as old timers. Do you think it's more likely that people grow up there, leave, come back, than maybe new families move to town? I think, I think a lot of it is new, new families are moving to town. I think, um, I mean, I know of a handful of people, obviously, who are still here. Um, some have never left, but I would not say that many have remained. So I would, I think a lot more people are newer folks. Really, if you look at our graduating class, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot that left, but there's a lot that came back. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a the whole group that never left. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I look at between the teachers that we've had, you know, like Claire, well, Eliza, they both had Amy Sue's for third grade, you know, and now Claire in the high school, she's had Connie and she's had um, a whole bunch of folks that were either in our grade or below or above by maybe one or two years. And now they're all of the teachers now. It's, it's a 